Hi, welcome back to the As You Are podcast. It is week three of our Founders series where we're interviewing the founding members of this As You Are Bible study, all about postgrad, what God's teaching them. And let me tell you, these conversations have been so good. Today, we have Piper and Lily with us, and we just can't wait to dive into this conversation together. This conversation... I know we said this last week, but I'll probably say it every week, was just so life-giving. Like I left when we hung up the Zoom, I just was like, man, I just love them. I love getting to talk with them and love hearing their hearts behind, not again, not just as you are, but just their walk with the Lord in general. Yeah. And to me, I think these are so encouraging because all these girls are so humble and they know that they're not yes. like so far ahead. They, they all said to us, wait, we don't deserve to be on the podcast. <laughs> we don't know what to say. So we were like, right. no, we just want you to come on here and share your experience and share what the Lord's teaching you and really just lift him up. Mm-hmm. So I just think it's really cool because most of the people that listen to our podcast are still in college, even though there's a lot of you girls that are listening that are out of college as well. But it's just encouraging to hear what God's doing in other people's lives, especially Mm -hmm. if you're hearing from older people so that you can think, okay, there's still so much that God wants to do in my life. And yet there's still so many things that I relate to them about and feel the exact same way that they do. So I think it's, it's good at leveling perspective. Yeah. We talk about that in our conversation with Piper and Lily, the importance of sharing your faith with other Christians and like sharing the way that God has been faithful because it can encourage each other. Like we were meant to encourage each other. And so we hope that this conversation is an encouragement to you and that it just brings a little bit of light into your day. So settle in. Hi, we're back and we're so excited to have Piper and Lily with us today, digging into kind of what God's been doing in your life post-grad and diving back into your college experience as well. Yes, we are so pumped. The way that we record this, kind of a behind the scenes for everybody, is we're on Zoom. So I can see them right now, which is so sweet because I haven't seen Piper or Lily in a long time, but I got to lead there. Bible study for uh, their senior year. Um, So you guys are both like just near and dear to my heart and I cannot wait to talk about all the things. So we're pumped. Um, But we would love for y'all to introduce yourselves. Hey guys, I'm Lily. A little bit about myself in connections just as you are and whatnot. So I grew up in Dallas, Texas, was Texas girl, never thought I would leave. And Went on a vacation that managed to lead me to Georgia visiting. And I was like, wait, this place is really awesome. So decided to go. People were like, you're literally crazy. Go to UT. Do what they do. But I was like, nope, this is where I'm going. Um, And got plugged in with Piper through As You Are. And we actually lived on the same hall, which was really funny. Like, so the Lord, we always laugh because we ran into each other during rush. And we were like, oh my gosh, this girl is super awesome. Cool. Let's be friends. And then it kind of all began from there. I love it. I didn't know y'all met so early on. That's so fun. Piper, what about you? Tell us about yourself. Yes. Um, Hello, I am Piper and I am so excited to be on the podcast and just to get to talk with y'all. But I am from St. Simons Island, Georgia originally. And yes, I went to the University of Georgia and it was such an amazing four years. 
it is so funny that Lily and I met so early on. I remember everyone was like, you need to meet this girl named Lily. Y'all are so similar. Y'all would just be best friends. And we were devastated when we went different sororities. But it was so cool how the Lord just like continued to bring us together in college. It's so good to see your faces. And it's wild that Zoom can put us all together in this conversation because I'm in Athens. Anna is in Richmond. And why don't you guys tell us where you are now and what you're doing for work? I am back in Dallas, currently in nursing school, little 12-month program. So I started truly two days after we graduated, and I'll finish in May, which is super exciting. And I'm in New York, and I moved here in August. I work for a fashion company called Lila Rose up here. I work in sales, and it's been so amazing. I love New York City so much. You guys started obviously leading your sophomore year. Who were your Bible study leaders? Our leaders were Virginia and Carly and Caroline. We love them so much and they are such great friends of ours and also our Bible study leaders, which I think is like the best combination ever. And Piper, you are Sim's little sister who we got to interview two weeks ago. So I love how As You Are is, it's like a sisterhood on all accounts. It's like real sisters and then people become like sisters through this. I think that's just so cool. I know it's fun. We have two sets. We have the Dudleys and Sims and I. So it's really fun. And this really special that I get to do it with Sims. How have y'all seen your relationship with God like progress through college to now? Like what would y'all want to share about that? I feel like for me, it's been just such a cool maturing faith. I do not have it all together still to this day, but like, you know, how our friendship grows and it starts, you see him once a week. I feel like that was my faith starting out. You go to Bible study once a week and then just slowly adding him into all these pieces. Piper and I always talk about, God, how can we like invite you into these spaces? How can we invite you into the fun that most people don't include you in? How can I ask you to like be in the stressful conversation I'm about to have? I feel like sometimes we can use him as like, God, prep me for this and then forget that he's next to us. We're not always going to feel this like peace. But if we continue to remind ourselves, God is in the either or. He's in like my choice to go left and he's in my choice to go right. That can be so freeing. You're never entering a decision where it's like, oh, if I make that choice, he's like, oh, I'll see you later when you realize. No, like he is right there with you. And I think that's been such a special thing to acknowledge is like all present kindness. Yeah, I would say something honestly that has been really cool in postgrad, which you'll probably hear Lily and I talking about a lot is the Lord has been honestly teaching us similar things, which I think has just been so encouraging to have a friend that you can kind of talk through all of the things with. But kind of going off of that, I feel like You get into college and at least for me, I feel like I was just like clinging to it and it was a consistent and the craziness, but I didn't really know how to maybe expand it outside of this box that like I had put God in. You know, your freshman year is like so much unknown and God really is the only thing pretty consistent. And I would say a really big blessing of that really, really shaped my faith in college was just being able to see God's presence so tangible all four years, I will never forget our very first worship night, that feeling of like, this is the Lord's work and there's no other like reasoning to it. So we always say like, collect these things for like your bucket or basket or whatever to take with you. Like, oh God, like remember how you showed up there? Remember how you showed up there? And so you're able to walk in so much confidence into every season and really taking God out of this structural box. 
trusting that you live in this green light world with God and he will let you know when the red lights are and he will make it very clear like, hey, like we need to stop here. Let's process through this and really think. But we don't have to be living in fear of I'm going to make the wrong choice. I'm going to step out of his will and just like trusting that he will guide you and lead you. And just has been really, really cool to see him show up. You know, especially entering like the job process stage, you literally have no control, it feels like. And and just like, where am I going to move? Who am I going to go be friends with? And it just is like such a process. Like, okay, Lord, like I'm going to trust you're really going to show me and and just trusting he will shape and guide the decisions we make when we're seeking after him. Yeah, that's so awesome. I remember um, I actually took over Piper and Lily's Bible study. So they were graduating and somebody needed to lead the senior girls. So I am now in my first year of leading them, which has been so amazing. I love them so much. But I remember we sat down at Hendershots when y'all were about to graduate. We had like a few weeks left in your last semester. Both of you were still a little unsure of what was next and what to expect in post-grad. And that conversation was so hopeful, but it was like buzzing with energy. I just know that y'all are like, okay, what, what's it going to look like? What's going to happen? So now you've stepped into your jobs and you've made the big moves. Is there something that God has shown you through the past year, like since that last conversation you had with me that you would want to share with any girls who are kind of looking ahead to what's next for them? Yeah. Um, I would say, honestly, something that has been really, really cool for me. And I like read and kind of studied into before, um, moving here was just kind of the idea of not predicting the catch, just not letting your expectations that weren't met in a past season define your thoughts and expectations for an upcoming season. Trusting Lord, like you can make this abundantly more. And I'm going to have hope in that. That has honestly been a really, really cool part of post-grad. It's like being in a season where I feel like the Lord has just very evidently made himself known and really clear. And I think, you know, not to say that it has not been so hard and there's been so many difficult things. I remember like the first month I moved here, I was like, literally the only thing I do is go to work. That is a win and that is big and letting the Lord really just wow me and show up and not have these like predefined expectations of it's not going to be good. And just truly trusting in him has been really, really cool. Um, I would say for me, I think I'm a super rushed, fast paced person. And so in a weird way, getting here so quickly was probably for the best because I number one didn't get to like reminisce and be super sad and kind of had to just get moving. But I think it's been cool to see the creativity of the Lord's timing in this season. Everyone is on a different page. Piper's in New York. She's moving in August. I'm moving in May. My roommates got here in June and July with different jobs. And I think just a crucial thing of that is he still loves us all the same. Be alert to what the Lord is doing. It's easy to like keep running and like not reflecting on him. I definitely had moments in postgrad of like, holy cow, look at the way he's moving. We kind of stepped into this area of life where I was like, my biggest prayer is to find life giving people in surplus. And I was so not in control of the people he gifted me. Like, it is the craziest fun stories. But like, he is such a provider. Just don't put pressure on yourself because ultimately he is in control and he wants us just to look up and see what he's doing instead of looking at ourselves and like putting too much pressure to equip ourselves. I mean, I was not equipped. I like 
lived at home for the first week of school, like trying to get it together, crying every night. But like, I literally laugh now how much I was afraid of post-grad and it has been, yes, really, really hard, but also really, really cool to see life be built. You really just get to like create this person you want to be and it doesn't have to be any reflection of who you were in college. It's like such a clean slate to step out and really choose for yourself where you want to place your heart and your time. And the Lord is one step ahead of you, which is really cool. I remember I was driving to the airport to go move to New York and Lily and I were sending voice memos. And I remember we both were saying the same thing, like it's the coolest slash weirdest feeling that you move to the city for something so unique and tailored for you specific and for nobody else. The only reason I'm going here is for me, it was a job for her. It was nursing school. And it just was like kind of a relief of pressure, honestly, that you get to go and do something you really love and you're passionate about and really focus on building your life and like building the person you want to be. It honestly just like kind of took the pressure that sometimes college puts on of all these people and being this person and having all these pressures set upon you. It just was a really, really cool feeling. And I remember we both were talking about that when we first moved. I feel like you both through your like first few months of postgrad have developed this really beautiful trust in the Lord and almost just open hands. Like the way that y'all are talking, it's so clear of just having like open hands to be like, okay, Lord, you're going to give and you're going to take away. And that I think is so important because the reality is like the Lord does give and take away and we just get to like journey with him. I am so encouraged hearing y'all talk about that and hearing you guys like process through post-grad and being like, it's an open hand thing. We got to trust him. Anna has the best advice ever. We talked on the phone a couple weeks ago and she literally was like, Lily, I feel like you've been standing in a river for a while. You've been walking back and forth. You've been trying to go upward. You just need to lift your feet and like trust that he's got you. That has been such a freeing truth to hold on to. Sometimes I do feel like we're trying to walk upstream in a river that the Lord just wants to float us down. That is actually an image I feel like the Lord gave me in my first few months of postgrad, like very vivid image of that. So I'm glad it's passed on. <laughs> and oh, Lily passed it. it to me. Yeah, we love it. We talk about it all the time. Let's I was just want to say, Lily, share the floating analogy. We need that. <laughs> it's literally the motto for um, my 2023. I'm not kidding. All my friends know. I'm like, girls, let's lift our feet. I love that I think that's such a good practical thing to hold on to as an image for trusting God because we might not all want to admit how hard it is to trust God but really all of us want to control the outcome know where we're going know it's going to turn out okay and so I think in our relationship with God one of the barriers to really knowing him and really letting him work in our life is pretending to trust him, but not actually doing it. So I love that every day there's a new chance to open your hands back up. Even if you've had like a week or a month or a whole season of trying to grasp onto control, you can just remind yourself, God's got this and he's good. And whatever plan he has for me is really better. Yeah. And I remember um, Anna, honestly, also, she talked about this a lot too. For me, sometimes when people be like, just trust God, it doesn't really feel like very practical. And you're like, okay, I feel like I'm trusting him, but like, am I? Like, I don't know. Like, why do I still get like paralyzed by these choices sometimes? And I remember Anna really encouraged our Bible study to like allow God to grow your faith in the small things, 
even as silly as your prayers may seem, like I remember she told us, she was like, yeah, one time I was going to be five minutes late to my haircut and I just didn't want to be late. And like, just like prayed that prayer and like, he got me there on time. We're just like the little things in your day that you're like, Lord, show up. It's not as a test to like, Lord, I need you to show up in this moment to prove you're real. But it's just like these sweet little prayers of inviting him in these little moments in your life and allowing him to slowly build your faith and encourage you and build the confidence. So then when you do go to him for these like big moments, the life choices, the colleges, the sororities, the friends, the cities, it's more like, okay, Lord, I know you're there and I know you're listening and I know I can trust you. And Whenever the outcome maybe isn't what I want, I don't feel so completely crumbled and like so upset that like he didn't even like listen or answer my prayer in a way. I personally have seen this in my life. I really feel like a lot of the times the Lord is protecting me from the choice that I think I want him to make for me or the the scenario and the thing to play out the way that I want it to. That can kind of discourage us and be like, Lord, I can't trust you versus viewing that out of He's protecting me. He has my best interest at heart and allowing him to really just like love on you and build your faith through those small prayers. I think that just like really helped me. So like, okay, what is trusting in God? Like, how do you practically even like begin to do that? I think what's important about the small prayers and it goes back to what you were talking about a while ago, Piper, but I would love for you to dive a little bit deeper into the basket analogy, like the ways that the Lord has provided and cared for you and protected allowing those to like propel you forward. You said something about like putting it in your little basket. And I just want to make sure we explain that for girls because it it's not like a literal basket. I mean, I don't know, maybe you're right. Not a literal basket. <laughs> but I want, I, I think that's really good imagery and I want them to understand what you're saying there because that's something also I feel very passionate about. Like we're told all the time throughout the Bible to remember the Lord's faithfulness. And that is something we have to actively do. So like, how can we do that? And I love what you were saying. So can you go a little deeper into that? Yeah, let me explain this basket thing. (laughs) Um, No, so honestly, this, I feel like the wording came from the story when Jesus is feeding the 5,000. And we just were really diving into the passage. And at the end, it talks about how the 12 disciples all had like their own basically baskets to take home the leftovers. And there's so many ways you could interpret that passage. And I think like, yes, like the Lord provided an abundance and like how amazing that there was leftovers. But I remember someone brought up the point, how cool is that, that every single one of those disciples got to take home something individually as their basket of remembrance of, oh my gosh, we just saw the Lord feed 5,000 people with two loaves and five fish. I remember that has always really stuck with me because I never viewed the passage as that. And I was like, how kind that the Lord just goes over the top even more in the story. Like he feeds all these people and he's like, okay, like y'all still get to take your baskets and remember this because he understands we're human and he understands we're going to question and be like, wait, God, like, can you provide? Can you show up? I need some encouragement. I need some reminders. And he freely gives that in that passage. And I think that's like the most beautiful characteristic of the Lord. And so that's kind of where the wording came from. But yes, in everyday life, I feel like allowing time into like your schedule, just like when big things happen, when little things happen of recognizing, oh Lord, that was you showing up, like giving him the credit and surrounding yourself with people that can hold you accountable of like, oh my gosh, wait, that doesn't happen all the time. This was the Lord showing up in a big way and allowing that to overflow your basket per se. 
just having those reminders because life goes so quick and people's schedules are crazy. You're going to forget. I have two points just to like add on to that. I think number one, it's huge to like share those things with believers alongside you and to celebrate those things with believers because sometimes when my faith grows the biggest is when things are happening in other people's lives that the Lord is like at work in. Um, And my other thing in that is like, remind yourself that we have a really good Lord. And when maybe he doesn't fill the basket, we're asking him to fill We know with even greater confidence that something better is going to come down the line because the last thing you want to do is beat yourself up when you're like, well, my basket feels light because things are just not going well right now. And it's like, okay, well, he's like growing those things and like he's working in you and you get to see him working in other people too, which is so powerful. I had an interview with this hospital and he was like, honestly, show off about yourself. And I think with these things, we're not showing off about ourselves. We're getting to show off the Lord that we celebrate. Those things could draw people to be believers. How powerful and cool is that? Yeah, like when we get to talk about grace and talk about our relationship with God, it's not bragging. It's like giving all the credit to God. Like our God is so good that we get to experience this peace and joy. I don't know. I just, I was reminded earlier that a reason to share our faith is to brag about God. So I think a lot of times a hesitation for people with sharing their faith or talking about their faith is that they don't want to make people feel uncomfortable or they don't want to make people feel judged. But how cool that we get to actually do the opposite, like offer them encouragement because God's so good. It's not that we have it right. We all need him just as much as the next person. Anna and I were actually talking about this recently, just different ways to encourage girls to feel confident talking about things that God's doing in their life. Do either one of y'all have any type of encouragement that you want to give anyone who wants to share their faith, but doesn't really know where to start or feels uncomfortable? Okay. Well, this is funny. So I actually like went on this random mission trip with a young adults group in Dallas off the clock. If anyone ever moves to Dallas, it's a fun spot. Very as you are as they're literally like, come as you are. And I was like, oh, I'm sold. But I feel like for sharing your face, so we went on a mission trip and then, you know, you come back and you're like, gosh, I just want to talk about this. I think it's so like crucial to remember that everyone's going to hear that differently into like knowing who you're talking to, but also like loving them through the way you like were changed and like you've been changed, I think is the easiest way to do it. The devil works in this craziest way of he wants to shut that down he wants to say you're not equipped I think ultimately if like you feel called to do that and like talk to a friend I mean I think you just like I'll throw it out there like gosh this was so crazy the way the Lord moved in this and like if they bite then I'll keep going but like if they don't I trust that something is stirring in their heart never be discouraged if the conversation doesn't go the way that you hoped it did I think just Pray that the Lord uses your words well and guides them. I mean, I'm fearful all the time. Like we actually talked to Bible study this morning. We were like, I was like, how do I even ask my believer friends? Like, how's your walk with the Lord going? Like, how do I make that not sound weird? Like sometimes things just sound weird and like, that's okay. And it's coming from love that you're even going to be the dork to say it that way. Oh, I, yeah. I think Lily and I have honestly talked a lot about this. I feel like a big thing in the beginning, it's just letting your actions speak and letting just the way you like treat people and love on people and like talk about people just like really be different 
been the world and letting that just really take over in the beginning and focus on that. And I do think to something that like I wish I was more confident in was like trusting that the Lord is going before my words when like I do feel like it's the right time to share. If they're asking about my life and my week, obviously like I'm going to include the Lord in that and like the ways that he's been moving or just like being like, oh yeah, like this happened and like giving the credit to God to kind of just like bring it in too very easily and naturally and just trusting that the Lord's going to go before your words and just like the person that you're talking to is going to receive it and the way that they're supposed to receive it. I never regret having those conversations, but I always regret not having them. Yeah. And that, like, they're scary to start, even just saying like, oh, the Lord provided in X way and like seeing if they bite. Like, I kind of love that, Lily. Um, but at the same time, like, I also will shy away sometimes from even saying that. But the reality is I more often than not regret not actually bringing up Jesus, especially and- like he's nudging you to do that, you know? I feel like that's what Piper and I have been talking about is like, I mean, meeting for Bible study like every week that filled us up so much. Even I think like when we were on this mission trip, which is like not reality of the world, but it led us to like come back and be more intentional. Those like conversations about the Lord feel like heaven on earth. And it's such a freedom from the talks that are like about gossiping or this is, and we're supposed to have hard conversations about things that are going on, but like when they're so centered on adding him to the picture, like, I mean, I get chills just thinking about it. There's like such freedom than like the typical, like we as girls sit down and gossip and just talk about stupid pop culture things. It's like never fulfilling. Like you're never left, you're left like exhausted, but these are like the fun conversations that we're called to have. Yeah. I, I was trying you guys so much. My heart feels so full. <laughs> We're almost out of time. So to wrap us up, Piper, Lily, do y'all have any closing thoughts or like last things you want to leave the podcast girlies with? Obviously, we are only a few months out of postgrad, um, but it's just been honestly really, really cool in the last six months or almost a year, just being able to look back and see the way that God has showed up in our college years and the way he has like continued to show up outside of college. I just encourage everyone like still in college, just don't discount your last years that you have left or your last months or your last weeks. Um, and just don't discount your college campus either. Even if you don't see community there, if you don't see God moving, he can do the most amazing and wild things on your campus and blow you away. I remember someone asked me like the thing that I was going to miss the most and it was all the people and like honestly all of the ways that I felt like it was so easy to just love on all these people I was surrounded with and these people who didn't know the Lord and people who did know the Lord and I remember going into college the thing I was most stressed about was finding community it just was such a really really sweet picture of seeing how the Lord took my like biggest fear and like turned it into like the biggest blessing honestly I think those would be my kind of closing thoughts We love you girls so much. Thank you for taking your time to be with us tonight and just can't wait to share a little bit about who y'all are and what you're learning with the podcast girls. We just love y'all. We're so glad we got to talk with y'all. It was so great. This was super, super fun. Loved it. Bye y'all. Bye. Bye. All right, that wraps up week three of our Founders series. We hope that y'all enjoyed listening to Piper and Lily as much as we enjoyed talking with them. They are just such sweet souls and have so much wisdom to offer. I found myself even thinking like, wow, I'm learning from them, which 
that's the way it should be, you know? Yeah, I thought it was so cute the way you guys are all referencing the basket. Like, I wish that y'all could see everybody's face. We're talking on Zoom and so we can see people's faces, but they were just like smiling and talking about the basket and like pretending to hold a basket. It was (laughs) was so cute. But I love the meaning behind that because it's basically that God is intentional and has something specific for each one of us. Like, he might be doing something big, but he's also doing something something individual Mm -hmm. that's how awesome he is and how specific his love is for us so I love that they highlighted that the basket imagery I do think is just really helpful like I'm a very visual person so hearing things like that I feel like now I'll be able to visualize that as well of like oh this x y or z good thing happened I'm put it in my basket like the lord provided in this way or whatever and I was thinking this while we were talking but on, the, on our podcast, we've talked about having a list on your phone, reminders that God cares. And so yes. if you want to do slash my basket, you can Yeah, add you can just that. call it my basket. <laughs> you can call it your basket. I love it. So an encouraging conversation overall. And we just hope that you can go into your day yeah. filled up. So before we go, I'm going to say a quick prayer for us and then we'll send you on your way. God, we love you so much, and we're so grateful for all the different ways that you work in our lives. And I specifically love that you work through community and through people. So I pray that today we would open up our hearts to the people in our life and that maybe you would encourage us to share what you're doing in our own lives with other people and enter into these conversations where we get to build each other up, encourage each other, and also be a part of what you're doing and and see what you're doing in other people's lives. We love you so much. And would you just encourage us to trust you more today? In Jesus name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right, y'all we have what's left two two worship nights left, right? Yes. So excited. One this week and one next week. So Alabama and USC, we're coming for you. We're excited. We'll see you there. Bye.